Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And Laura, we have to start by showing our listeners, or our watchers, I guess, showing is not what we're doing to the listeners, but (laughs) discussing with our listeners what we're drinking tonight. Because I think in order to get through talking about the first game that we're going to talk about, we're going to need some alcohol to do it. Um, So I'm drinking Stick, courtesy of the beautiful face of David Savard on the front. I've never had it. Um, This weekend we were in Cincinnati, which we might talk about a little bit later. Um, and we went to Jungle Gems. Got a lot of fun stories to tell you about there, but I found this there. And so that's what I'm drinking. So what, hold on. For the effect, you know what I got to do. That's a good one. What are you drinking? That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, I am drinking Jack Daniels Down Home Country Berry Punch. Um, and this is significant because when we were in Cincinnati, um, Jeremy got to meet my college best friend, shout out to Becky. Um, and this is what we, well, not this flavor, but this is what we used to drink in college. And it was (laughs) very significant to a lot of moments in our friendship. And so when I spotted (laughs) this new flavor, um, I knew I had to get it, and so she and I split a six pack. And I am plus it's purple for the end of spooky season. Come on, um, spooky season! So it's delicious. I'm actually kind of sad that we split it because now I don't have the other three. You stay. <laughs> this is like the third time in the past 48 hours that Laura has tried something not with me, like. I thought it was going to be like a cheers moment, but it's not. Laura's already partially into her drink. So here I go. It's all me. It's all me. No, I want to do it. Oh, that's good. Can we do it now? Yeah. Cheers. So the Blue Jackets sucked on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was a transition, folks. I actually, let me like take it back a little bit like things could have been worse but things could have been better on friday um you know the blue jackets lose four to nothing against the new york rangers uh a first period that was actually not bad like a first period that was kind of okay um you know a couple of weird bounces one thing leads to another and they're down to nothing and then from there they just couldn't do anything uh laura you were probably more keen to this one as i was driving through a rainy cincinnati hell but um, what were your thoughts on this one, um, you know, and, and how, did, how do you think the team processed it and moved on from it? Yeah, so it was definitely not the team that had won the Monday prior <laughs> um, against the Dallas Stars, that's for sure. Um, it's was interesting yeah the the first period like things seemed okay they seemed you know 
And by the first period, I mean like the first half of the first period, like that first eight to 10 minutes, pretty okay. And then after that, things just sort of started falling apart. And I know that you're going to talk about this a little bit when you do uh, the analytics of this game, but, and I know that I'm going to come out wrong on this end, but truly, if it wasn't for Elvis, we would have lost by more than four. <laughs> um, they were after us in a bad way. Um, Artemi Panarin uh, said bet. He and, you know, Adam Fox were like, you know what would be fun? To just run the shit out of the Blue Jackets. Um, and <laughs> that is what they did for the next 50 minutes after that first 10 was just Artemi and Panarin and Adam Fox just punishing the Blue Jackets in a multitude of ways. Um, we Two also players on our respective fantasy teams. That is true. Yes. Two players on our respective fantasy teams. Um, yeah. We also just were the victims of some really bad timing of penalties uh, the Blue Jackets took a penalty at the end of the first period and at the end of the second period, one of which resulted in at least one of the two New York power play goals. Um, yeah, it was just, it was messy. It was messy. The lines, um, Lars started mixing them up towards the, well, not towards, but during the third period, line assignments were kind of all over the place um but Elvis for the most part I mean he let in four goals but other than that he was standing on his head as per usual and so there's a bunch of stuff online for what Elvis did um in regards to the end of the game um it was like the last 40 seconds of the third period we were <laughs> losing for nothing um and Elvis just waved off um, his fellow teammates that were on the ice and basically was like, just let him have it. Like let, let um, again, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Right. I know his first name is Igor. Um, let the New York goalie have this sort of shutout. So he waved him off. Uh, clock ran out and yeah, he tipped his hat, raised his stick to his fellow netminder and the Blue Jackets blew into the Big Apple and left kind of an old banana. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I thought, I thought it was funny. That was good. Yeah, I just I was not sure where you were going to go with that. An old banana just wasn't what I had on my bingo board. You but know. Definitely the kind of banana that you would turn into some really good banana bread because a very ripe and not in a good way performance. Um, and yeah, like to your point, like about about the analytics, I know, I know it's, it's scary, it's bad. And I do kind of feel like an imposter, like talking about it with this game just because not watching the game, right? I like to at least be able to like, I like to use analytics to like defend my point, like you do with anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really don't have one because I didn't see it. And, um, you know, you're right. Uh, the analytics show that 
you know, Elvis actually for the first time this year um, let in about a goal and a half above, um, you know, expected goals in all situations, um, you know, at five on five, um, you know, opportunities were pretty even, but like you mentioned, just the, the power play is what did, did the jackets in um, and their lack of ability, not only to score on it, but also to keep New York from scoring on it. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot closer game um, analytically than, than was on the scoreboard, as is often the case, right? Um, the Blue Jackets had an expected uh, 2.17 goals, um, and the Rangers had an expected 2.68, right? So that's, I mean, a pretty a pretty evenly matched game uh, in terms of most things. Um, but, you know, they don't, they don't ask for the analytics at the end of the game. They just ask for the final score. The final score is 4 nothing. And you move on, you move past it as best as you can, uh, because you've got another game coming on Sunday against uh, against the Devils. And what do you know? It's Sunday as we record this, and in this episode, Laura gives me kind of a subjectively speaking day one esque vibe to it because we're recording an episode not too long after um, after the conclusion of a game, uh, and so. Uh, we're talking fresh uh, off of our reactions, which is really exciting. I think for both of us, we, we really enjoyed doing that uh, all of last season. We don't get the chance to do it all of this season, but sometimes the games line up and we can. So we're back to our roots, girls. Um, <laughs> so the Blue Jackets, wow. <laughs> A gutsy performance against the Devils today. Appro- uh, improved to five and three on the season after a four to three. Uh, shootout win against the New Jersey Devils. So how are you feeling coming off of that one? Yeah, it was uh, definitely a different experience tonight in New Jersey than we had uh, the other night in New York. We definitely came into this game. There were some questions coming in. Um, Jake Bean did not practice yesterday. Um, He had a maintenance day, uh, and it was actually up to – the minute because Gavin Bayreuther did take warmups. Um, so it was up to the minute whether or not Jake Bean was going to be in tonight's lineup. He ended up doing so. Thank goodness. Um, Cause things were about to look a little dicey on the defensive side of things. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was an interesting evening. The first period went like really, I would, I'm going to say really well. So, you know, it was. Yeah, a little bit of a slow start, but I mean, that kind of happens when New Jersey's coming off of a win. I believe it was against Pittsburgh on Saturday. Uh, And so, you know, the adage of back-to-back games, not necessarily like being a good thing if you're the team doing it, but that team has momentum. They played yesterday. They, um, you know, kind of already have the energy there. It's an earlier start. So, uh you know, in a lot of ways, I think the Blue Jackets might have might have been harmed by the the fact that they were coming off of uh, you know two days rest or a, a day rest, and the Devils had had legs that had already been moving around. So, um, yes, to your point, great first period. I cut you off. Please continue. <laughs> no, it's okay. So yeah, the Devils the Devils got things going quickly. They scored nearly immediately in the first period um what was it like it was less than a minute i think the first period yeah it was it was pretty quick 
Um, and so that was kind of a bummer. It usually is with our team. If the other team scores first, it does take us a little bit longer to um, to get going. But then um, the <laughs> maestro himself, who has scored the most against the New Jersey Devils, um, I believe tonight was his ninth goal against the team, um, got the Blue Jackets on the board, Oliver Bjorkstrand, um, about midway through the second period, um, followed up by another great, in regular time, five-on-five, five, Patrick Laine gets a goal um, to put us up 2-1 to finish out the first period. So high spirits going into the first intermission, which was great because the second period it had it had remnants of like last season the second period did it was giving me very much 2021 blue jackets coming out in the second period and absolutely you know shitting the bed and um you know really struggling and and to your point you know the devil scored two goals um they take a 3-2 lead into into the third period um, and you know, to, to Denver's or not Denver, I'm getting way ahead of myself to the devil's credit. Um, you know, Oh God, is his name Dalton Mercer, Dawson Mercer, Dawson Mercer, that, kind of a badass name, kind of like, you know, not what we're here to talk about, but a badass name. Um, my God, he's a pest. <laughs> he's such a pest. He's the kind of person I would love to have on my team. But like, whenever you play him, you're like sick and tired of him. Not to the point of like a Tom Wilson, if you will, but like he was good. He was really good. Um, and then your boy, Dougie Hamilton gets the third goal, um, makes it a three, two game. And then, I mean, not much else happening for the blue jackets in that period. Um, and really like not much, not much happening for the jackets in the third either. Like, like really like the devils controlled the third period, I thought in more ways than one, but all it takes is one shot. And, and, you know, Oh, captain, my captain Boone Jenner saves a puck at the blue line, keeps it in, uh, you know, just somehow, some way finds, finds a way to get a shot off and, and, you know, <laughs> basically just like absolutely confuses, um, you know, uh, Wedgwood. I forget his first name, Scott Wedgwood. We'll say Scott. I don't know what it is. Perfect. He's Scott now. Um, and ties the game, you know, with about five and a half minutes left. Uh, it's just that kind of grit that you've come to love about Boone Jenner over the course of his tenure in Columbus. And and I think what you've come to love about him even more so since he's become a captain of this team. I mean, like, it just it feels like we're watching a different Boone Jenner on the ice. And this is coming from somebody who watched a Boone Jenner that scored over 30 goals in the season. I mean, like... I'm not saying that that's what you're looking at this year, although at, at this point he's on pace to score over 50. Um, but, but man, like it's just like a really impressive showing from him tonight, and just it continues to be really impressive. Yeah, when Boone scored midway through the third period, that was, I believe, our third shot on goal for the entire period. Um, so it was just a miracle in and of itself that <laughs> we got a goal with only three shots on net. Um, and it was it was a real morale booster for the whole team um, because it was it was a back it was tooth and nail back and forth for the rest of the third period to hold off the devils um, and for them to hold 
us off too. Corpy had Corpy was his strongest in the third period this whole game. Um, he was just making some incredible saves. Um, I don't remember the player, but oh, I think it was Mercer. Um, Mercer poked Corpy <laughs> um, pretty good after a save, and Corpy poked him back uh, with a nice solid swipe to the face um, to get his point across that he would be having none of that, sir. Um, so yeah, we love a little, we love a little feisty Corpy. We were actually talking about it um, before we were recording. Um, <laughs> just what Corpy's attitude was like prior to um, COVID when they went in his first season without Bob, um, you know, he, when he would get frustrated, his like, his spirit really came alive and we, we broke some sticks. We banged some, some goalie posts, like all that sort of stuff. So it was interesting to see a little bit of that feistiness from Corpy um, tonight, but you know, we held out, we finished out the third period tied three, three um, headed into OT, which I mean, I'm sure every blue jacket fan was like, okay, Patrick line, it's your turn now. You get, you get to do the things that you do. And my God, did he try? He did he, try. He did. He, he did try. Tried. I think, I think too, like to touch on before we get into overtime too much, like Boone Jenner also, the work that he did on that five on three to kill off. I mean, like, cause that's a big part of this, right? Like equation. It's like, not only did the blue jackets find a way to keep, I, cause in my opinion, like I was like, Oh God, like just after the initial penalty, uh, I believe the initial penalty was Gavrikov for cross-checking. I was probably about, like, three minutes left in the game. I was like, oh, shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those moments where the Devils have been pressing. You know, you take a defensive zone penalty. Oh, God, here it goes. Uh, and then <laughs> Scott Harrington, who then gets subjected to massive Twitter slander, <laughs> um, you know, just, like, yops somebody in the face with a stick. And so five on three that Boone Jenner just like holds the puck on the end board, like for like <laughs> 10 seconds to kill some time. And, and just really like after that, a really solid effort. But that first part of that power play for the devils, I, I thought it was a matter of not if the win they were going to score. But like you said, they go into overtime. Patrick line, tries to do Patrick line, shit. Um, and, and, and you know what, Laura, to your point, you see, you're not about my analytics. You don't like my analytics. But guess what? It's not that I don't like them. But guess what? Hmm. My analytics prove you 100% right, my friend. So like you said, Corby was huge in the third, right? Like uh, at the time in which the Devils were up 3-2, the Devils really only had about one expected goal in all situations. Corby himself in this postgame says, man, I like wish I didn't give give up those two goals in the second. Like, they were a little bit weaker. Um, guess what would happen if I was in goal? They would have gone in, so who am I to say? But, um, you know, uh, the Devils end up finishing the game with a round four unexpected goals, meaning that Corby saved three expected goals in the second and third period after letting up those two. So, yeah, to your point, absolutely lights out in the third and overtime and ultimately in the shootout. Where Jakub Voracek... I always... Okay, I need to just talk about this for a second. Everybody says Jacob. Greg Murray says Jakub. 
I remember growing up and saying Jakob Voracek. Jake Voracek, of course, not Jakob Voracek. But like, so I'm just here to say that I will always say Jakob Voracek. Just putting it out there. Um, um, I believe uh, JL and Brian were also saying Jakob Voracek. Perfect. Is there, was there a weird tension tonight? <laughs> they were. We're fucking fighting. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but wow. And it, it was uncomfy. First, there was like a situation with like the bell that they were using for the picture game that they were playing. And sure. then JL unplugged a speaker with like the last few seconds of the game and Brian couldn't hear the rest of the game to know what they were supposed like. It was uncomfortable. They made it through there. They're consummate professionals and you know. They are, yes. And I think maybe the producers are going to not let them use the bell anymore because there were moments in time where I thought one of them was just going to start slapping it like uncontrollably to <laughs> make a point. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe maybe um, next time we're ever we're all back home in the arena, someone needs to bring them some fun dip. Maybe low blood sugar was like an issue or something, because you know, can we get a little testy towards the end of the game if you're good. if you're hungry or something? So, but yes, there was some some tension amongst our favorite uh, broadcasters today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, a big win and, um, you know, I think that it's just, man, it's just like this team's a bit like for them to not, uh, you know, we're eight games into the year. We've seen two different teams, right? Like we, we've seen the team that comes out that executes that, um, looks really good. looks like they really have some stuff together. The young guys are firing on all cylinders, cylinders, if you will. Um, and, and I mean, like, it looks like a team that could make noise. You have the other nights that this team can't find its footing, can't, can't make plays develop, can't, just the chemistry's not there. And the thing that's been impressive to this point is that you've never gotten both teams back-to-back games. Like, you've never seen the Jackets come out, blow a tire like they did on Friday night, and then today, uh, on Sunday, come out, blow a tire again. Like, the team that you saw tonight was the team that was connecting, that was making making really good plays, uh, you know, was fighting for every every inch. And even if they would have lost that game, I would have felt similarly, right? Um, even if they lose that game, I'm leaving that saying, this is a team that, that fought hard tonight. This is a team that gave it its best effort and that's all you can ask for. And those games are not always going to be W's. But at the end of the day, that's what makes the team better. And I think this team, whenever they do this, whenever they have a really hard game, they come back, they're up in this one, they're down, they're up, they're down again. You know, they're tied and they win in overtime. That's really big for the development of this team. Yeah, absolutely. Like, obviously we hope that the team that has showed up five of the eight times um, continues to show up more often than the, than the three of the eight times. Um, 
But you know, they're they're as we all as we've been saying for years, the Blue Jackets find a way. So they're finding a way. They're figuring out certain things. Um, the younger guys are getting more adjusted. The veteran players, like that, was one of Lars's big things after Friday night. Was like his veteran force did not come to play. They were not as present. They were not as they weren't there holding it together for the younger guys on Friday night. And tonight that was not the story. Literally all veterans <laughs> made <laughs> an impact tonight in some way, shape or form. And so if they can start doing that consistently, and I really think they, they will, um, you know, then that's going to be a big game changer for this team. And um, going back to, <laughs> I hate shutouts. Like I not shutouts. God damn it. I hate shootouts. I love shutouts if they're on our side. Um, <laughs> but I hate shootouts. They're my least favorite thing about hockey. They make me so anxious. I do not enjoy them. Um, I was terribly anxious this evening just because I was like, come on, <laughs> must we, <laughs> Um, and you know, I have to, I have to give it out to Corpy. He, those three saves were just effortless and beautiful. And he read every single one of those players to a T. And then I texted this to Jeremy, um, after the game, when, uh, Jakob Vorchek came out to, to do the third shot for us. We all know that the reason why we have him is because he was who we got in the trade with Cam. And so Wait, my- we trade we traded Cam Atkinson. Shut up. <laughs> when do we You're do being that? rude. You're being rude. July like twenty third. Um, <laughs> oh um my. anyway. So I was sitting alone in my house in my feelings because of a number of reasons and Yakov Voracek was in the middle of the ice and I just whispered you owe me this <laughs> to the TV and <laughs> you know what he, delivered. he came through for me um so yes and I was very happy for him and as Jeremy corrected me later on, that goal doesn't count because it's a shootout. So my tweet is incorrect. But nonetheless. But I will say, I am a firm believer in the fact that if you score a game-winning goal in the shootout, you should get credited with the goal. I've said it before. I've said it on the Holy Grail podcast that I do. I'll say it here. You should get that goal. Jakob Vortex should have a goal. It just makes sense to me. Because guess what happens after you win a game in the shootout? The, the, you your the team, game. no, your team score goes up by one. Like, how did it happen? Like, what did the, the just like what? Like, just like the fucking the hockey gods were like, beep boop. Like, no, like <laughs> somebody had to do that, and like the person who did that should get the goal. Like, that just doesn't make it just makes sense. Let's be chaotic and give Corpy the assist. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> let's do it. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm so in. Like, let's just be problematic. Like, I'm about it. But my god. So in a perfect world, he got his. First goal in regular season since returning to the Blue Jackets. But I kept the tweet up because I'm not ashamed. I knew what I meant. And they did I, too. I was and comparing I was comparing preseason to current season. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, so my little whisper to the hockey gods seems to connect with Jake Voracek. And here we are. 
Well, Laura, I know we're hungry for some three stars to go over our three stars, but I know that NFL fans are especially hungry for a big win this league. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Hopefully you didn't bet on the Bengals today because you would be sorry. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, unlike the Bengals. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed like the Browns were today. Um, everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If you win... Oh, just kidding. If they win, you win with promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wow. That was a trip. That was a trip. All right, so hungry for three stars, so am I. Let's talk about them. Um, I don't think anybody is getting a star from Friday's game. I don't think anybody's performance on Friday is dictating this. So realistically, we're only talking about <laughs> tonight's game. I'm gonna go first. I'm cheating because I wanna I wanna scoop you just in case. Um, so I am going to go um, with my third star. Um, you know, just a. A shout-out to Giannis Corvasalo getting his first win of the season. Also, the Blue Jackets apparently can win hockey games on the road, um, their first win on the road this season. And so, you know, kudos to Corpy again. A little bit of a rough start. He finds his game. He's, I mean, like just effortless in the shootout um, and gets the Jackets the win, um, you know, here at the end. But I would say this is where it gets tricky because – um, you know, I always want to credit goals a little bit more, but I'm gonna go with uh good old Patty Line. I'm gonna go with good old Patrick. Um, you know, it's just like this is exactly why Patrick Line is on your team, right? Like it's what I've said to you before. It's like he could he could have like a bad game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, like there are moments in this game where like what he was doing in the neutral zone, what he was doing at the blue line, like I just like I had all sorts of questions. Um, but you know, he's got a goal and assist in this one. He, he's able to change a game, like just with, with one shot, like it's impressive just the way that he can just absolutely command the game with his shot. Uh, but then finally my first star, Jakob Voracek, um, you know, it doesn't go in the stats book. It should, whatever, but, um, two assists, um, one goal, um, and, you know, ultimately the best part of the night. First star in my book, just for his post-game comments about when he was asked, you know, what was this like for you to score, to, to, you know, get an assist? He's like, I've done it 600 times. What about it? Like, essentially, so good. Like, so good. That's, like, the personality that I just have come to love about this team this year. And so um, those are my three. How about you? So I'm just so rude that you – usurped my normal our normal pattern of things but whatever um so our third stars are the same uh, my third star goes to corpy um so pumped for him to get his first win 
so pumped for us to get our first win on the road. Um, you know, I say it a lot, but my God, does this fan base flip switches on our goaltenders just so quickly. <laughs> I don't know what everybody's going to do when we only have like one starter. Like I really don't know. Also something I meant to say last episode, I said that Elvis was my proverbial number one until he let up four goals or nope, more than one goal, four goals or lost a game. So Elvis has been his proverbial number one star for me has been revoked. So, so my three stars were my three stars. I didn't say that, but I'm saying that now. Thank you for the clarification. Um, uh, yeah, it is It is a nasty place sometimes in, in the social media version of this fan base when it comes to goaltending. And I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it's just like, if you really look at it, goaltending is not our problem. So, like, it's, it's all the other stuff. Like... You know, but it's fine. I'm very happy for Corpy. I'm very happy that they were able to pull it together to play in front, play well-ish in front of him enough for us to get this win. It wasn't, it wasn't a pretty win, that's for sure. Like, um, but and also because of his his post game uh, interview, I texted Jeremy and said, Corpy is just so adorably Finnish. Like his attitude is just so calm cool collected but also just like (laughs) stone cold sometimes and my favorite quote of his from this evening was i love shootouts but especially tonight because they didn't score any (laughs) yeah it's hard it's hard to dislike a shootout like tonight if you're a goaltender for the team that won so and he's just yeah he's you know you could tell he was happy to get that one, you know, checked off and, you know, just keep rolling with, with the season. So number three is Corpy. Um, I, I going to sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but he's not a dead horse. He's our captain and he's just holding it all together. My number two. Wait, wait. Captain Jenner, Mr. CBJ himself. What? No, one of your better quotes on this podcast is, he's not a dead horse, he's our captain. <laughs> That's <laughs> like some of your better work. <laughs> Should probably put that on a shirt. <laughs> he's not a dead horse, he's our captain. Um, it's like Bojack Horse. But yeah, I just... Like Boone Jenner. What? I said it's just Bojack Horseman, but it's illustrated as like <laughs> Boone Jenner as opposed to like Will Arnett. Um, are you shocked that I got? I knew that. Are you shocked that I know who the actor is of Bojack Horseman and that I've also watched Bojack Horseman? I am very shocked by that. Um, but also, people of Reddit find us a photo of Bojack Horseman wearing a Boone Jenner jersey. (laughs) Fair. Um, but no, I just I like am just beaming. I have always since becoming a fan of the Blue Jackets, I have been a fan of Boone Jenner. I just Love a good, solid, unusual first name. Love his energy. Love his, like, go-to attitude. Um, <laughs> Jeremy looked at me funny when I said the first part. but um, And I just, I think he's such a stand-up individual. And now that he's captain, I just feel like with every moment that he steps into these shoes, 
that are big shoes to fill. Like we like coming in after Nick Felino and his six years of being a captain. Like these are big shoes to fill, and Boone is doing his damnedest. And like I'm just so proud. Um, and I don't know. I mean, for some reason, I just like it was. Uh, several years ago, like at least probably two, if not three years ago, that I have this memory of Boone. <laughs> and so going into Colorado, I'm very excited because it's like he scored this like very random, and I'm not even sure if it was against Colorado or if it was maybe against the Wild, but it's somewhere in that like mountainy area of things. But he just scored this crazy goal where he fell on his butt and happened to like swipe at the same time and it just like flew past this goaltender and it was just miraculous and also the media team at the time Boone had injured his leg and they put all four of the like leadership team on a ski lift and they did enough to put like the little boot on Boone's leg I remember that yeah and it was just so cute um, and so I'm just, I'm just proud. So he's my number two. Um, and then my number one is, uh, yeah, Jakob Vorchek for us having a mental mind meld that he heard my prayer to the hockey gods. Um, also because he's funny as shit in his post game interviews. And he's just like, I just know that he is being such a voice in the locker room and on the ice. And I will I love Cam Atkinson, but this was a good move for us. And I'm very happy that he's on our team. Hey, you're just pissed that Cam is scoring at will. You're just so mad about the fact that Cam is just absolutely tearing it up in Philadelphia that you're just like, you know what? This is a good trade. <laughs> that is not true. I am also very happy that we have Jake Vortek. I am too. And I, I I will say this. like Before we start thinking about like the Colorado game you know, next weekend, um, no, not next weekend. You're on Wednesday. Mine's getting ahead of me, yeah. Um, on Wednesday. <laughs> which, if you all don't think that we love you, be reminded. Because we're going to have to record that episode at, like, midnight on Wednesday to have it have any content. So, you're welcome. But, um, it'll be another, like, our original episodes. But, um, this team, it, it might not make the playoffs, right? Like, it's possible this team might not make the playoffs, it's not new. Like, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But but what I know is that this is the most personality I've ever seen on a Blue Jackets roster. Like, easy. Like, it's not even close. Like, I – there were teams that, are, that like, honestly, like, I preferred to watch paint dry than to watch post-game interviews or, or things of that nature. I mean, I think people always say that hockey players, you know, have this way of, like, saying a lot but saying nothing at all and like not having any personality and not you know being exciting but you cannot say that about this roster like you cannot like you know for the last few years we've relied on a head coach that has that personality and like tenacity to like make headlines but but I mean between Jakob Voracek 
you know, Patrick Laine, who has his own like swagger, his own personality. Um, you know, Elvis Merzlikens is easily the most charismatic person who's ever played for this team. Um, you know, and then you get guys like Max Domi, who's just like has his own personality that's even different. And, and all their personalities are different too, right? Like it's just like that this is probably one of the most personality laden teams I've ever seen. And that makes this hockey so much more fun. It makes the losses more fun to watch, makes the wins even more special because this is a team that like has character and the team is letting you see it. Like the team is finally listening to you as fans and they're letting you see the personality of these players. And that's awesome. Like, for years, right, like, we've just thought of these players as, like, the people who are standing behind the curtain, like the Wizard of Oz, if you will. Like, but you're seeing them. Like, the team is giving you access with these behind the battle, um, you know, you know, documentary, mini documentary. I don't really know what you call it, right? But, like, so it's so good. Like, the access to this team is great, and the personality on this team is great. I'm rambling, but it just makes me so happy, like, that this is what we're getting. In a year where we might not get the wins – we are at least getting to experience the personality of a hockey team and we're getting to know personality. We're getting to know these players almost on a personal level. And that's new. That's new for this team. That's new for this market. Speaking of the behind the battle episode number two, this is my personal plea to our friends over at the marketing um, department of the blue jackets release the gifts. I need them. I need the gifts. I need to stop using Yakov Voracek and Flyers gear. I need to. It's just like I need something. Like I, I feel bad every time I every time I tweet it. I'm like I need I something. Also, I'm sorry. What? I was just gonna say I need something of him in Blue Jackets gear, like because everything prior to him getting traded is like too long ago for people to have been making gifts. Samuel with Max Domi, like 99 percent of Max's gifts are of him wearing Montreal clothes. And I'm like, can we not? Um, but I just, I absolutely need the gif of Elvis going like this. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good one. I would use that in my really pro- terrible podcast content, but it was Elvis with his hand extended and like, just being like, come here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need, I need the sheesh gif. I really need the sheesh gif. Which I realized that, like, when I do that, like, with my right arm, it's just, like, it's perfectly, like, the cannon is out. And it's just, like, real good. It's, like, real good marketing. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah. I and also just right. watching Elvis, yeah. watching Elvis film the sheesh gif where he was, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, what I said last week. He was just, like, what the fuck is this? And somebody was just, like, it's an internet thing. It's an internet thing. Just, like, comply. <laughs> I'll show you a video after you're done. Just do it. Um, and also just watching the like creativity of Zach Berensky where he was like, what if I catch the apple in it and take it? Right. A- I was like, good right. for you, Zach. Look at you being part of the process. And also good. Patrick Line's confidence in pronouncing Ohio city names. Okay, unmatched. I, I have something to say about that. So, like, you can't tell me that he didn't study. You can't. You can't. Because, like, the way that he, like, when they're, like, he was, like, oh, is that right? Oh, nice. Oh, let's go. I think that's what he said. He said, oh, let's go. 
And I just, I need, actually, I need a video and I just need audio of him going, oh, let's go. Every time he gets it right, because it's just, it's the same every time. Like, there's no tone change in it. It's the same. And with how competitive he is, like, I don't know. There's a part of me that just, like, feels like he looked it up and he was like, view Cyrus. Because here's the thing that pissed me off. I was like, I can't remember which hometown player it was. It might have been Jack. And when he got names wrong, I was like, "Are you talking about the Pascula?" Yes, I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, no, it was Sean Corrali. It was oh, Sean Corrali. He did not know how to say Pascula, and I was like, "Sir, you grew up in Columbus." Yeah, tell me Pitas- you're from a West. You could spit on Pascula from Columbus. No, tell me you're from a West Side suburb without telling me you're from a West Side suburb. Like I know you're on the West Side of 270 if you don't know how to say Pataskala. That's why. You never went to, to the freaking fruit farm friend? Like you. Come on, Liz. Oh my. Yeah, I that one blew me away. Um I feel like there was one that uh I I still I'm not letting Jack off the hook. There was one that Jack got wrong too, I think. I don't think it was Bucyrus. But cuz they did oh, Bucyrus Pataskala and what was the other one? Lima. No, they did. Oh, this. Oh, God, this has gone off the rails. This has gone all the way off the rails. But they did one in my neck of the woods. Do you remember? Did you see the one that was in my neck of the woods? Yes, it was. C-H-A-U-N-C-E-Y. Oh. How do you say it? Spell it for me again. Is it Chauncey? It's okay. So C H A U N C E Y. Yes. Final answer, Chauncey. Sure. Bitch, it's Chancy. It's Chancy. There, like, there's no need for the U. It makes no <laughs> sense. I was listening to the radio here one day, and I just, as I, whenever I drive by the sign, I'm like, okay, Chauncey. I was looking at a house in in Chancy. And I was like telling you that it was in like, oh God, yeah. But that was the only one I would have gotten wrong um, initially. But now that I know that, I feel like a new man. Um, <laughs> this just went south. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that point in the episode where it's like we both have like run out of like any of our attention. And so now we're just going to talk about anything that comes to our brain. Um, I guess like naturally, like do I, I don't want to like – Move us past the the weekend's action. Um, are you good? You feel feel good about where we're at? So let's talk about the weekend that we had. Um, I never talk about the stuff that I do on here. Like I always let you do it, but I'll talk about it this time because I'm actually like kind of proud of myself. As you should, because I'm so freaking proud <laughs> that all I'm gonna do is just be like, look at my best friend. He's so awesome. He's my best friend. You're lucky I wasn't actually at the game and not asleep on the couch in the Airbnb <laughs> because I would have been pointing to the press box and telling strangers, hey, that's my best friend. But yes, go ahead <laughs> and talk about how awesome you are. You are silly. Um, I Yeah, so this weekend uh, I was uh, able to... Uh, be credentialed for the first time, uh, writing for Field Pass, which is just really cool, like, to be able to be there, um, to watch the Cincinnati Cyclones take the ice for the first time in 602, 602 days, like, in Cincinnati. Like, they didn't play in the 2021 season, um, you know. And so it, it was just amazing. Like, the atmosphere, if you are hockey fans, like, and this might be – this isn't breaking news to anybody who is a chill fan, 
um, you know, when they were here. But if you want to see like really exciting hockey, if you're like Corinne, um, the loves of our the love of our lives, and you um just like to see messy, like aggressive, um, you know, full of fisticuffs hockey, you owe it to yourself to go to an ECHL game because it was just intense. But um, but yeah, you know, first time in a press box, first time doing a, a post-game press conference. Um, just a really cool, cool thing to do. And so um I was glad that you were there with me and that made me very happy to be up with you at 3 a.m. writing this damn story, um, which you can check out at fieldpasshockey.com. But um, a part of this trip that we are very excited to do, we've been talking to you all about snacks. We've been like, we're going to get snacks. We're going to get snacks that represent the countries of the players that we have. And my friends, we've done it. We've finally done it. We went to Jungle Jams. I think I might have said that earlier in the show when I was talking about the alcohol. But... Um, we were able to finally start getting some and obviously, you know, every country that we could think of that has a blue jackets player from, we got it. Um, and there was one country tonight that made it very clear that they wanted to be the first ever snack featured on subjectively speaking. Um, and if you are listening at home and you're like, well, I mean like Jonas Corosalo had a really good game. Patrick Alaine scored. Um, and you know what? You just want to thank the guy who put them all together. Then you're looking for fucking snacks from Finland. And so we found it. This was hard. The only other thing that was there that we recognized as being finished was like a $7 mini Milky Way looking thing. And listen, DraftKings be giving us money, but they ain't be giving us money. Like, do you know what I mean? So today we're going to try some Finnish soft licorice. This is strawberry flavored from Halva. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, my our friends like Silo will let me know. If, like we totally just butchered that, but I'm thinking it's Halva. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it says and it also says, oh camera, made in Finland. All right, now try um, to say that. Try to, try to say that first what? word. Try to say the first word right here, like right, right here. Mansikan Makunin Lakritz. Yeah, it's definitely licorice, but I bet that's like this. I I wonder if that's like the Finnish word for word strawberry. For strawberry, maybe. Menace, um, menace. Oh my god, mansikan makinen. Oh my, it's so many syllables. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if you're not familiar with what Jungle Gems is, Jungle Gems is a giant. Um, like it's an experience. I won't even just call it a store. It is an experience. There are two locations in Cincinnati. We went to the original one with my college bestie Becky. Um, we were there for three fucking hours. <laughs> we were there for so long. We were actually very nervous when we went up to the register because both of us thought that we had just spent our like November rent um, on random foods. That, uh, but. I mean, every international situation you can possibly think of is there. Um, and here's some great ASMR of us opening the box with some candy. But so, yeah. So we, we've got some interesting things uh, to try. Um, but I'm actually really excited that we're starting with this. And I'm sorry to our... Finnish listeners that were not trying the like be- like the favorite flavor in Finland 
Yeah, which we're is not. like the salty black licorice. Um, I'm not trying to yuck your yum or anything, friends, but like I just can't. I just can't do it. They smell good. The strawberry. Oh, I just dumped them on the floor. I just dumped them on the floor. <laughs> so Jeremy's gonna eat his licorice with a side of carpet fuzz. I didn't drop all of them. I just dropped at least twelve. Um, they're thicker. They're thicker than I would have would have thought. Ooh, they do smell good. They don't smell like. And this is probably because I don't know if you've never had European candy of any sort. Europeans do not fuck around with their ingredients, so like everything is like real most of the time, and like not like their chocolate is better, and like all that sort of stuff. The sugar that they use is better. Because right, this so like, you... smells like strawberry jam. All right, are you ready to try these hoes? Yeah, they're we greasy. No, they're greasy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you have a residual? Oh, it's really like... don't stick together. Yeah, oh, but boy. it's so they don't stick together in the bag. Should I'm we used to cheers? Twizzlers that you literally have to rip apart. Like, you literally have to take a gun to them and be like, if you don't separate. Yeah, no, Finnish people are fancy. They lube right. their liquor. <laughs> Wait. They what? Okay, we gotta go. <laughs> Bitch, it's been, we've been on this shit for an hour. We gotta. All right. Okay, so, so should we cheers so, it to the camera? Let's cheers it. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Let's try it. It's definitely chewier than American liquor. Oh, the ASMR sounds. I'm so sorry. Oh, God, that was gross. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. This is good, though. I would love if this was was sour on the outside. But I also know that that's kind of an American thing. It's sour candy. This is not like it doesn't have the texture of American licorice or like licorice like a Twizzler. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't. No, because our Twizzlers are like cherry flavored plastic. Okay, yeah, fair. But no, these are good. Oh I'm very happy with this. I believe like three ninety nine purchase that we made. I think this one was only two ninety nine. Oh, cheers to us! Instead of that seven dollar chocolate bar. That we were like, can we cut it with a knife? <laughs> yeah, then- a pocket knife. <laughs> it's so small. All right, that has to be labeled on. Um, no, that was delicious. Yay, first snack of our new segment. Shout out to the manufacturers that are in Vanta, Finland. Thank you. If you would like to be one of our international sponsors, please let us know. Could you imagine? <laughs> but no yeah this that was delicious All i'm right, really so, excited for saturday for the one for saturday but we won't spoil that one yes i am too i was trying to remember um it's our double player with? feature i'm excited for wednesday too to be honest oh yeah the one on wednesday is for y'all <laughs> this shit kind of gives me like I would take a piece of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I would put it on my lips like as like lip balm. Oh yeah, I definitely would have done that as a kid, and then my why mom would have why, why is your face all sticky? No, but why is it working? My um, niece would love these. 
Well, she can have the rest of mine because there's no way. They're so dense. They're so like. <laughs> Take them to work. Okay, that's a fair point. Um, so the Blue Jackets play again on Wednesday. Wednesday. On Wednesday. So we will have our fullest of coverage for you all. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to watch this team play a real juggernaut, like a team that we know for sure. I mean, obviously, like the Canes right now at this point as we're recording this, like they're real good too. Um, but a team that is a perceived juggernaut in um, in Colorado, uh, I'm excited to see what happens, I think. But these two games back-to-back, also another reason for Finland, were supposed to be the finished games if COVID got its shit under control. It didn't. And so it's played in the shitty old states, so... But yeah, so if you're looking at the schedule and wondering why we play Colorado back-to-back and why there's like weird amounts of days in and around these games, it's because we were supposed to be in Finland. Um, And hopefully they do actually like legitimately reschedule so that we can do that because that would have been a first for the Blue Jackets. Um, And I believe for Colorado too. I don't think they've played the European series the Blue Jackets actually played in Stockholm, Sweden in like 2000 and like a let, like, or like, not early, but like a, a while ago. And it was against the San Jose Sharks. It was a matchup that didn't really make a ton of sense. At least I think. I'm going to look that up while you're talking about the game. But um, this is just another one of those. Laura's only been a fan for like this much time. And Jeremy has this much time. So. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, is because we were supposed to be in Finland doing cool things, but hopefully we get to do that again. Um, but I can't like, stop eating these, and I really need to. You should probably do that. But also, like before we wrap up, like. Quick thanks, ESPN, for uh, having Boone and uh, Oliver on on Thursday. Thursday of last week, um, they like were really nice to them, and it made me so happy. So, and ESPN one- always shows love to Columbus. It's the Ohio State thing. It's my that's my at least my brain thought. Well, and the one guy who does, like, the, I think the color commentary or the actual, like, calling for the Devils um, was on the show that day, and he talked a lot of, he kept asking Oliver why he hates the New Jersey Devils, um, because he scores mad goals on them, and Oliver kept going, I don't really think about it. Was it Greg Wyshynski? It might have been. Greg Wyshynski's just a Devils fan, that's the only reason I ask. I am unsure. I would have to go back and watch it. But because I would remember because we follow we follow Greg on Twitter and I like am present with him, but or I could be totally wrong. Who knows? But I was just very happy with how that new segment turned out. And you know, they asked a lot of really like solid questions and they didn't focus on like a lot of the drama things that most reporters focus on when they talk about us. Um, And 
yeah, so it was just, it was really nice. And they were really, really great about the recent things that happened with, like, the fan taunting and everything. So, thank you, ESPN. Much appreciated. The worldwide leader in sports. <laughs> but anyway, friends. Laura, <laughs> I got licorice all on my teeth. I was going to try to steal the, like, plugs, but I can't. I can't do it because there's so much licorice in my mouth. So tell the folks where they can find us. Yes. If you aren't already, you can follow us on social media. We're at Twitter and Instagram um, at SubjectivelyPod. We're on Facebook at Subjectively Speaking. You can check out our beautifully designed website, SubjectivelySpeaking.com. If you would like to support us and the show and our <laughs> provide some money for our snack buying fund, uh, you can support our merch store and get yourself some sweet ass merch. Um, we have lots of cute designs, hopefully some new ones coming soon, maybe. Um, <laughs> and lots of cold weather stuff as it does start to get colder in Ohio and it is freezing for when you go to games. Um, that is subjectivelyspeaking.threadless.com. And lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, again, we don't really know why it matters, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll on down, hit those five stars. It helps us move up um, not only in the hockey podcast charts, but just in like the search engine on Apple Podcasts. So um, it helps more people find us if they're looking for Blue Jackets content, um, and it helps us grow our little, you know, dreamscape thing that we've got going on here. So we appreciate you, all of the love and support, and yeah, we just love you guys. We do. And we're really excited to love you again on Wednesday. I guess Thursday. The episode comes out on Thursday. But, well, actually, we're going to be recording on Thursday because we love Mountain Standard Time. Uh, we will chat with y'all on Thursday. Hopefully, we're talking about a, a learning experience for the Blue Jackets against the Avalanche, regardless of the result. Uh, but until we get a chance to do that, take care of yourselves, and we'll look forward to, we'll look forward to Thursday. Bye.